0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back. For those of you that are here now through Invite, Ubiquitous Audience, one and all, however you got here, thank you for that. And thanks for coming here today. And each and every day we do the shows daily, the regulars, you know that. We continue to grow exponentially with your help by doing so. So thank you for that. And we are growing. And in the Prelude Show and or at my social media or both, (laughs) the regulars know I Forget things sometimes, but I know it was that either one or both. I did go through. Lois, uh, I'm sorry. I want to make sure we're doing this correctly today, Lori, my guest, Lori's bio. So I'm going to quickly do from what I did there at the, the Podmatch arena. That's where I reached out to her as a host. She graciously accepted as a guest. So in that prelude show, I basically replicated the particulars in that arena as she stated them. Um, And so I'm going to read her About Us page, and I asked her in the green room if she will most assuredly expand upon her bio bio, segue in. And we have her for about 30 minutes. So I'm going to get going, and I took the liberty and discussed it with Lori, uh, just calling this one of her many suggested titles. I love this one. So I went with uh, calling today's show Being a Life Warrior, and there's some questions that we fielded that she'll entertain. So quickly, about Lori, she's going to expand upon it. Lori simply said on Podmatch, synopsize wise, uh, to coincide with her bio, verbatim, how to keep a positive mindset during a life for the better. Learn more about Lori, and I'm going to tell you her website. website. She'll tell you it to repeat it. It's Lori Marini. Dot com and welcome my guest lori lori thanks for being here and please do segue right in and fill us in on your bio so we don't leave anything out in the transition as i told you some ubiquitous audience invited audience so we make sure we introduce you to your very impressive bio welcome thanks for being here welcome Laurie.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor to be here with you and your listeners. So I am Lori Marini and I am New England based. I live in Tampa now, but I do come from Connecticut and I lived in Boston my entire life. So for those of you listening in Maine, I absolutely adore your state. It is so beautiful, but. Part of what got me here today is I started my uh, life career as a physician assistant in pathology, a pathologist assistant. So what that means is I have spent my entire career educating myself and facilitating the diagnosis of cancer. I've done that for 25 years. And so I was in the research part, the diagnostic part, the autopsy part, the forensic part, you name it. I've been through it. And I really enjoyed it. I loved being a support for people who needed some help during a difficult time. And then in 2017, on my baseline mammogram, without family history, best shape of my life, I found myself being diagnosed with breast cancer. And having the knowledge base that I had, knowing that I was working with cancer every day, and then becoming (laughs) a patient it was really difficult for me to transition from provider to patient. And yeah. so what ended up happening is it really made me reflect on how was I living my life and what, I, what did I want my life to be? Um, and it, the catalyst for that was I was working in a, a prestigious center in Boston, helping them set up their center for precision medicine and I was getting treated at the same facility, and I still found myself completely overwhelmed, even though I knew where to go, I knew where to park, I knew where the cafeteria was, I knew how to get myself a cup of coffee, you know, all those little things that just keep piling up and make it so difficult. I was just really beside myself. I just, and I remember saying to myself, if I feel this way, then how does anybody else get through this? So it. It's how I launched into becoming a master life wellness coach. It's how I became, I started my own business so that way I could still be of service to people and really help them along their journey. So I have morphed from supporting patients, caregivers, and also providers that are in and out every day living, breathing cancer and now I'm including more people like uh, women who are undergoing menopause, or you know, you might've gone through some other physical trauma or ailment um, and really just understanding how debilitating that can be. And we don't need to stay there. And that's kind of what I'm up to and who I am and really why I was just excited to be on this platform today.
0: Real quick footnote and reaching out and to protect everybody's anonymity and all of that. I have a very close family member. I know glad we share that with you because it's such an important subject. Also, cancer survivor, but made the decision one breast and made the decision to have mm-hmm. double mastectomy because mm-hmm. because doing well, doing great, full recovery and what have you, but obviously. In that regard, I, I can't say it takes one to know one, but through that, all kidding aside, I certainly know through the empathetic side and, and you know, I have someone in the tree that most assuredly, it's one of the main reasons I did reach out to you. I didn't um. share that with you as of yet, but just an FYI. Continue, please, Lori. It's such a, it's such a deep subject. We talked a little bit about that in the show in the green room that we could talk about this for hours. So please do. Please do continue.
1: Yeah, thank you. And, you know, for those of you who know somebody or it might be you that is facing this diagnosis, just right. get that you're not alone. It's a difficult time. However, there are people out there like myself who have been through it. We might be a little further along in the journey. You know, we all have right. different experience but there is a commonality there that we in that moment that you hear those words you have cancer you face your mortality you don't know what your life is going to become and so for me um why I have the distinction of being a warrior and not a survivor is because I will not go down without a fight right like i am like i'm going to educate myself as much as i need to i'm going to figure out my options i'm going to do all the things i possibly can to go into that battle and give it my best and that's why well, can me- I end- yeah
0: i am sorry can i can i <laughs> yeah. interrupt once thing real quickly sorry to break your train of thought are you are you comfortable in sharing how young were you at that time if you're comfortable mm-hmm. in sharing that
1: yeah i how was 40 you- i was 40 years old
0: Wow. Yeah, and I had
1: no family history. There was no reason. And like I said, I found it. Even
0: more, even more shocking, walloping. Continue, continue.
1: And and the crazy part is, is that I had had seen my primary care foot provider at 39. She's like, please make sure to go get your mammogram. I was busy creating, you know, this amazing center that's going to change lives. So I never went. Right. And I went back the next year and I was like, doc, I'm really sorry. I didn't go. I know I didn't go, but I'm going to go this year. And she said right. to me, Lori, don't worry about it. They just changed the guidelines to 45. You just bought yourself another four years. Now, having worked with cancer patients my entire career, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. So I let it go. I went on with my daily life. And two weeks later, I woke up to a dream that I was riddled with cancer. And in that moment, I realized I need to go for that mammogram. And in hindsight, I don't know why the mammogram is what came to mind. It could have been any other test. But I feel I was divinely guided. And that I literally got the nudge to go. So when I was, um, when I presented initially, I was a stage two, um, grade one. So they told me, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Like, so I went through, I got a bilateral mastectomy because I said, you know what, if I'm going to, I always said to myself, if I was ever in this position, that's what I was going to do. So I did that. Um, And because of how things went, I didn't need chemotherapy. I was put on a estrogen blocker called tamoxifen. I had gone through that for about five years to then have COVID hit. Um, And, you know, COVID doesn't have, it doesn't really factor in here, right? I didn't get sick. I didn't do any of that until later on. But because of the delay in going to see providers, because everybody was shut right, down. Right, Um, When I went back and they did a blood test on me that most wow. places do not do because they cannot guarantee the validation on, it just right. so happened that the center here in Florida, I was in Florida by this point, um, they performed this test that my levels were elevated. So they told me to come back three months later my levels are still elevated. I got the vaccine, even though I was on the fence about it, and that's a whole different conversation, but I I work in healthcare, like I didn't have a choice. So I got the vaccine, it spiked it even more. And we expected that because I said, you know, a response to the vaccine and eventually it's just supposed to drop back down. Um, It never dropped as low as it needed to. So then that prompted me to go get some scans And then five years later, I found out that I have metastatic disease. So I'm sitting here before you today as a metastatic breast cancer patient or warrior, I should say. And, you know, initially the impact of knowing that I did everything that I could, maybe I could have done more. Maybe. Oh, maybe if I would have done this, maybe if I would have done that, like that whole conversation, disempowering conversation. Took me sure. a, a cup about maybe a month and a half to get over, and then I was like, "What are you doing?"
0: Exactly. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't matter. Like you're here now, and so then I just regrouped and got back back to it. And I do not live a day where I am not living full out. So I feel like this process does two things: it either breaks you down and you don't ever get back up or it breaks you down and then you come back even stronger. So I like to think that I come back stronger every time.
0: The epitome of the definition of a warrior.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So congratulations (laughs) to much, through a very traumatic needless to say, but you came out of it victorious and sometimes backhandedly, I, I have spirituality. I wouldn't pry into your own life. It sounds as though you do. You certainly mm-hmm. got it. I, I concur that perhaps you did get a little divine intervention there. And I know
1: I did. Thank yeah. the Lord.
0: If the if the Lord or however it manifest, oversoul, the angels, whatever. Thank you to them as well. I think you mm-hmm. did get a little help there. In my humble opinion. Continue.
1: <laughs> and and just, you know, what I call it a gift, even though like I have things I need to deal with that I'm not happy about, right? Like I don't like having to take medicine every day. I don't like the way sometimes the side effects are. I don't, you know, right now um, I'm I'm medically induced in um, menopause, so I'm having to deal with that. And it's, it's not always fun, but I also see it as a gift because it prompted me to be like, okay, This is my life right now what is working for me and what is it what do i want to change and so i left i left boston i ended up moving to nashville to be with the love of my life and you know the universe had different plans we got hit by a tornado right at the beginning of covid lost (laughs) everything but it's just because i always kept saying i want palm trees So in that moment, I looked at my now husband and I'm like, how about some palm trees? So we landed in sunny Florida and we are happy and we are living the life that we really created as what we wanted. And I know that if that catalyst called cancer didn't happen, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now, you know, speaking to you from this location.
0: As you so eloquently outlined when you were on the proverbial other side of the literal and figurative desk as the practitioner and whatever, mm-hmm. the, the nursing and whatever, when the reality is that you're on the other side of the proverbial desk or whatever, and then the sojourn, that you just, a tornado too, go figure, right? <laughs> timing, timing, right? that. As they say, timing is of the essence, sometimes mm-hmm. blessedly so, sometimes like, okay, <laughs> but that yeah. sojourn, that sojourn. It's again the epitome of the bumpy ride. Oh, bet Davis lied and strap in, it's going to be a bumpy ride. It most assuredly is, obviously. Yeah. But you got to the palm trees, your wonderful husband, you know. Mm-hmm. So good things do and can, obviously, come out of a very traumatic, <laughs> out of the blue punch in the face or other parts of the anatomy, if if you will. Continue.
1: Ah. Yeah, and and what I love about my life now. So for those of you listening, where you're like, "What the heck? My like, how can I get through this?" Um, you will get through it. You find the strength to get through it. And in those moments where you can't, or you you need some support, then the other thing that I learned is that sometimes the people that are closest to us may not be the people you reach out to. Absolutely, there are other people out there in the world that you are destined to meet to get you through the time. And so I have met some amazing souls that are on my speed dial to support me when I need the support. So finding that tribe is really one of the most important things you could do. We can't go through this alone. Um, And, you know, celebrating the wins, right? So if you're at a point right now the win of having the friendships, but also, you know, if you have a day where all you can do is go and make your bed, then celebrate that. Right. Exactly. If, you get, if you get out for a walk, celebrate it. You know, I continue to push myself every day because that's just who I am. So, you know, we just signed up. I haven't run in probably seven years since my diagnosis. And, um, you know, I, we just scheduled a, um, Oh, my diagnosis was almost six years ago, but we just scheduled a 5k for the first time and I'm like, okay, well let's try it. let's see what happens right like wow, so I won't good for you yeah thank you. I won't let this um, limit limit who I am. I'm gonna keep it's trying an awesome... and even if I fail it's okay uh, I I'm, I'd rather try than not try.
0: That 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 comes with welcome to the human equation. We all fail. It's yeah. the pick. It's it's the pick ourselves up, boot ourselves in the posterior, if you will, and be that warrior that will get you to those aspirations. All those great analogies you said. If you walk two more steps uh, today than you did yesterday, I do a workout series. It doesn't matter if you lift, mm-hmm. you know, two more reps. We talk about that. If you mm-hmm. pull the exercise, be. Two more times, whatever—that's progress. That's healing. Exactly. That's allowing the—that's allowing the gifts from our God or whatever we believe that this amazing thing that the human body is to allow us to tie in to have that openness that is in us, all of us, all of us, as you well know. Sometimes it's real hard to find that in those crossroads of now. What do I do? As yeah. you obviously faced in that. Five seconds how overwhelming can that be a man can't understand unless of course the men's side of testicular or whatever but i mean they mm-hmm. can't you know relate to that but through mates family members everybody knows somebody affected by cancer don't they mm-hmm. however deep or intimate it is your neighbor your friend your cohort cousin mm-hmm. larry their cousin kevin or whatever mm-hmm. every, everybody directly or indirectly so Thank you for what you do, and and it's such an it's another reason I reached out for you, because for obvious reasons most of my dynamics are of my age group, but I do pretty well with the other generations because it's more important about the message, as you well know. You can get cancer. Obviously, this silliest statement forever. You can get cancer at any age, not just the elderly. Case in point, obviously. So, thank you, (laughs) thank you for bringing that to your generational group and all women it's such an important message please continue please continue
1: um yeah and i think the other thing that i learned is to forgive forgive ourselves forgive others maybe people didn't show up the way they wanted to i had some people say some really crazy things to me like one of my really good friends who um is actually in healthcare, right? It was like, you know, you this is happening to you because you've never had children. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, there's an yeah. increased prevalence of cancer for, you know, women who haven't childbeared, but you're going to say right. that to me right now. <laughs>
0: right, all right. Time, again, the earlier point, timing is of the essence. Yeah. It's like, continue, continue, continue. So,
1: so definitely forget people when they just kind of don't know what to say. If you are on the other side and you're supporting somebody and you don't know what to say, the best thing to do is don't say anything at all and just listen. Exactly. And again,
0: as you know, and again, as you know, sometimes it's with the best intent that they're saying whatever, and it's not to harm you or whatever, but it does like, you know, take a little deep breath and, and like you say, maybe it's best to say nothing and be the listener, for the yeah. support at that at that point in time, continue.
1: Yeah, and and if you want to be a support, then find out people aren't going to really tell you that they need help. Most people won't. Right. So think about the things that you do every day. So maybe show up with some groceries or go do their laundry, mop their floors. Because to this day, I still have a problem mopping my floors. Right? Like oh, there's certain there's certain activities that we take for granted when we're healthy that we can't do in our time of need. So definitely that. And then the other thing too, that I would love for people to remember, and this is really just being human, right? It is give people grace, give yourself grace, Absolutely. give people grace, like go easy. As my husband likes to say, loosen the grip a little. You don't have to control everything. Um, wow. And I think that that's some really good advice because a lot of times, we're so strong-willed that we want things to look a certain way. And what I learned through this experience is that what we need sometimes doesn't look anything like what we wanted in the beginning.
0: Exactly, and that's another key factor of what you bring to that in that whole entourage of the gifts that you were given to deal with that is you seeing the whole picture segmentized to make that whole piece that takes a lot of intestinal fortitude a lot because it is so easy to give up it's so easy to even like throw the towel in okay i'm gonna be a victim at i'm sorry again 40 was it i'm
1: um, 47 di- now yeah no but i mean that the
0: diagnosis but yeah yeah so yeah. i mean not to, not to. You know what I'm saying. Some people <laughs> yeah. might have surrendered. Some people might, oh, geez, you know, I'm going to be one of those statistics. How long do I have, Doc, or something like that? You know, mm-hmm. you know, without maybe willing to take it outside the proverbial box. And I'm glad for you because I want to make sure you did not have to incur chemotherapy whatsoever.
1: I am now. I'm on immunotherapy now, but oh, okay. in the beginning and, 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 I didn't have and, and to. And
0: that's all good to your body and everything so mm-hmm. far. So good and everything good. So far, good, so good. good.
1: Yeah, so good, far good, so good. good. And and that's one of the things that I um I'm grateful for. Absolutely.
0: That,
1: you know, we do there are a lot of resources. So if you are in a position where you need to educate yourself on this whole journey, please reach out to me. I'd love to help you. Um, I, I support people with reading their pathology reports, letting them understand what that means and what possible treatments you have to everything of just, you know, everything that I talked about before this moment right now is what leads to you having a positive mindset.
0: My, my, be... cra- my crazy analogy and sense of humor, that's like folding the underwear for the people. And I tease a little bit <laughs> when you're helping them in those categories of yeah. insurances and reading reports and all of that. Mm-hmm. Who can comprehend that in those situations sometimes? You can't. Right? So that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's such an ancillary great thing that you're offering. So we I wanted to keep you on the clock, not to rush you. So kind yeah. of in closing, Tell us every way they can get a hold of you again, not to be redundant, but to be redundant. It's so important. All your websites and et cetera.
1: Oh, thank you no? so much. So um, I would love to hear from everybody. I'd love to hear your story. Um, it, and all my information is available on my website. It's just lauriemarini.com. I'm also on all social media platforms. So I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Just look up Lori Marini, and you will find me. I do offer um, some coaching. I offer group coaching where we gather as a group and just really support each other and love on each other for those who are in need. And then the other thing that I'm um, really gearing up for this year that I'm really excited about, I have an opportunity to go to Madrid. I'm also headed to Vegas, as um, I started a speaking tour. So if you have a group of people or if you have a company that you want to have people understand what it's like to go from a practitioner to a patient. And if I can support you in any way at creating a workplace environment that is suitable for people in need, then please reach out. I would love, love, love to support that.
0: Congratulations on that. And, and, and when are the structured tour dates or are those still kind of dotting the I's crossing the T or you already know when those are, or did you just so- state the, the said dates? of those those
1: yeah so it's not something i actually go by invitation to different places so i have vegas um in the middle of april and then i have madrid in the middle of may and i'm super excited to go and speak to um the two events that i'm actually going to be going to are are women empowerment and leadership organizations so i yeah i think i'm very very excited it's, it's,
0: uh, um, it, it beats it, out. It, and Vegas is great. No, it's frozen a bit, but that'd probably be real tough to go to Spain. I, I tease a little bit, a little ancillary benefit, right? <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, like I'm, I'm really excited to go, but I have some hesitation because I'm like, okay, I'm going to be traveling. I'm immunocompromised. I'm right. like, if I get sick, like this isn't going to be really good. So I'm always thinking about what's the benefit for me and that's kind of what um this whole journey brought me down towards is to really start choosing me over everybody else.
0: You have to. So it, you have to.
1: yeah and if and if something it, happens I'm also okay being like, "Hey, you know what? I can't make it work this time." So
0: You know as the old adage goes, if you uh don't love yourself, how can you do anything? In the healing process or how can you love anybody else? How can you appreciate your surroundings? It's so true. Exactly. Yeah, you, you have to you have to love yourself. Okay, or you you wouldn't be sitting here today if you didn't love yourself. You wouldn't, be. And, you, you, and, you wouldn't be.
1: And also we can always love ourselves more. Absolutely. That's always Absolutely. a work in progress. Is how I another how great I as-
0: another great aspiration, as you yeah. outline day to day. So, Lori, you always have an open invite to come back here because it is such a deep subject. And I would love to have you come back before you do those tours, get a recap of of what you encountered, because it's such a message to continue to share. And one of the other reasons in closing is because I have a young granddaughter at age 15, healthy and all of that young woman. Surprises can come in her future, as we all know, hopefully not educators, people that have been there, done that literally and figuratively. That brings so much to the young women of the world as well to my earlier point. Who cares how old anybody is listening to this show? It's the message. And again, thank you for bringing it here. So we're going to say bye-bye to the audience for now. And good Lord willing, I'll see each and every one of you tomorrow morning. I'll be right here waiting for y'all. Have a safe and productive day, evening, and we'll say peace to one and all. Bye-bye for now, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.